What's going on, loyal listeners? We're back with um, Nothing But Class podcast. Um, we've got a special guest today. It's all, Right now, Tom and Murray are a bunch of losers, so they're doing schoolwork right now. I mean, we're not even at school. Uh, but they're being nerds, and instead we got an actual G here. His name is Victor Lopez. off something for today or you got anything in mind i know you have something in mind um i mean the last two days i've just been really deep on conspiracy theory stuff and it's been absolutely mind-fucking me (laughs) and i'm just i'm like scared for my well-being talking about it actually i'm not gonna lie um but yeah yeah especially this is going on spotify and all those other platforms so you know so you're not about it? You're like, you won't talk about it because you're afraid? Okay. I mean, I'm not, not going to talk about it, if that's what we're going to so say. Give us some conspiracy theories that you are falling um, victim to. I'm trying to think of one. But like, off the top of my head, that's, like, easy to explain. Um, there's one that's, like, Kobe. Kobe was assassinated. Don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, um... So you could even look this up, like his um his partner in a like a, a for I'm I'm trying to think what it was called. It was a venture capitalist company. That's what it was. Um, apparently he had like his partner had shares in these pharmaceutical companies that were gonna come out with like a a diet supplement like pill that basically had uh opiates in them to make it them extremely addicting without you knowing. And they were going to sell him under the name of uh, Black Mamba. And Kobe was going to sue them for a lot of money for the name, for, like, the trademark name. And then he was going to also expose them for, like, secretly putting opioids into, the, into like, the drugs. And since it was, like, his business partner that he was basically, like, going to, like, fuck over because of, uh, like, the stocks and shit. Um, people are saying, like, he just called a hit out on Kobe. But yeah. <laughs> you gotta convince me on one of your conspiracy theories, buddy. Give me another one. That's good. Um, it won't get you like get decapitated or something like that. The guillotine. Um, Epstein's still alive. 
Oh, that's we all know. And uh, Harvey Weinstein's gonna join him, and they're just gonna say he died from Corona. Who Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I would believe that. Yeah, and believe. he's gonna end up joining uh fucking Epstein and wherever the hell he is, and they're just gonna say that Harvey Weinstein died from Corona. You know exactly where Epstein is. He's on the island somewhere, and he's trying to import children onto the island. But little does Epstein know that I have a guy hunting him down right now. Gonna get him knocked off. So like that. Bye bye, Jeffrey. There's also like a conspiracy theory that um, like Corona is like a weaponized like sickness, basically. I mean, I buy that. Biological warfare, you know the vibes. Apparently, like Bill Gates is behind it too. Don't buy that. Don't buy that. Don't buy that. <laughs> Lost me there, buddy. <laughs> Right, should you not, dude? Look it up. I'm telling you. Who's gonna freaking um? Who's telling you that Bill Gates behind it? MartinLutherKingJr.org. <laughs> no, dude. There's a lot of like YouTube videos you could literally watch and like read on Reddit and shit. You can tell these are legit by the way the guys sound who are telling the video. They sound all frantic, like, oh, Bill Gates did the coronavirus. They sound frantic and like alarmed and paranoid, and they're definitely not telling the truth. No, dude, like, they didn't sound paranoid at all. Oh, if they sound calm, then it might be, like, it might be true, man. I'm looking up right now. Bill Gates did coronavirus. Look up Bill Gates' coronavirus conspiracy. I'm telling you, he advocated, Bill Gates is the person who wanted, like, eugenics and population control. I don't feel like doing the research on this. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's, like, another conspiracy, um... I can't even remember which one it was. I was watching one, like, earlier today, and it actually, like, blew my mind. And I was like, there's no way. I mean, that's what those videos are supposed to do. They're supposed to convince you that the bullshit that you're listening. Like, what about Malaysian Airlines flight uh, MH370? It's Lost. It's like, it's the TV show Lost. That's what it is. Happening in real life. They're on the island somewhere. Do you believe in Mandela effects? Yeah, I believe in that, but I don't even want to get into that shit right now. No, no, we're talking about, uh... Sometimes I think that the Mandela effect is, like, in my life, because people call me Gerard a lot, and I'm like, what is this goddamn Mandela effect? Like, what? my name is Gerald. Why is everybody... More people call me Gerard than they do Gerald, so I'm thinking, like, that's may... my name may not be Gerald, for all I know. But that might just be confusing. It might be a coincidence, just like all conspiracy theories are just glorified coincidences. Believe what you want. <laughs> Believe what you want. Have you heard the thing about, um, you heard of the game called Illuminati? It's literally a game called Illuminati. No. Um, it was made in, like, the 1990s, 1980s. How do you play? It's basically, like, a game of, like, magic, basically. But apparently, like, if you put the cards in order, like, it's, like, a timeline. It was... (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It was introduced... Yo, it was introduced in 1982 by Steven Jackson, but apparently, like, the entire thing, like, didn't get released till like, 1993 because CIA, like, raided his house and, like, destroyed the computers that apparently he had, like, all the games on. Got a text from the CIA, I'm on to you, bro. Stay wherever you are. <laughs> but, like, apparently, like, there's literally, like, a picture of, like, 9-11, basically, and this was, like, 1982. Yeah, I would, that's crazy. Like, here, hold up. I'm actually, what he... I'm actually about to screen share with you guys to show you this. 
Can you screen share with the people listening to the podcast? Um, you guys can look it up and follow along. <laughs> tell them what to look up. But um, right here, this terrorist nuke. Don't tell me that's not nine eleven. Bro, that is definitely fake, man. No, I shit you not, dude. They're actual cards. Dude, look at this one. This is Amazon. Bro, somebody could have made this in two thousand and two. No, dude, it was. It's lit- Google search it. Google search it. It's literally nineteen eighty two. It says introduce, and then the ones that came out for production are nineteen ninety five. Look at this one. Look at this one. Center for Disease Control and Epidemic, and it says quarantine. And that's where we are right now. Bro, I need to see the date on the card. Okay, that that's a little sus because there's no way they made that in like a month. Exactly. <laughs> but what about this one? Anyone see this? This one might be a little stretch. It says enough. The one is with enough, the guy screaming it's... at Donald Trump. That might be a little bit of a stretch. Looks more like um. Look. That, wait, wait. Prince, go back. Go back to that. Princess Looks more like Jack Nicholson and Donald Trump. And that's Trump. Princess Diane, and I'm pretty sure she got assassinated or some shit like that happened. Assassin. Nobody really knows. Exactly man. though. But that had but Diana and Charles. That happened in like the sixties. Princess Diana died in like the sixties. Are you sure about that? She didn't. She definitely didn't die after nineteen ninety five. I know that for a fact. Dude, don't forget, this was made in 1982, and it just didn't get released. This one literally shows this one. Look at this. Look at this one on the screen right now. Oh, wait, no. Princess Diana died in, like, 1997. Exactly, man. I thought it was way earlier than that. How could she have died in the 60s, man? That doesn't make any sense, Gerald. You're a fucking idiot. If you guys want to follow along, just look up Illuminati card game, and you'll literally see this. Look, it literally has the Pentagon when the fucking 9-11 people tried to crash into the Pentagon. Alright, so we'll know if this is true or not, but just if the doorknob disappears or not. So when doorknob disappears, we'll know that he was telling the truth and that this is legit. Not gonna lie, you're starting to get me. You're, starting to, you're really starting to convince me. You're starting to sway me. Until we find an event that happened before 1995. And then I'll be like, oh. But there's a lot of people throughout history who can see the future. Like Nostradamus, what was it, Baba Venga. All those people saw the future and stuff. I, f- I think it was this card. The Simpsons. If, like, you read this card that's called Combined Disasters. Oh, wait, it's right here. Fuck. There's a card called Combined Disasters, and it literally predicts Tokyo being delayed. Like, the Tokyo Olympics getting that's delayed. That's a stretch. I don't know. I kind of believe it, man. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're getting... That's the point. That is the point. You know what? When I'm woke as fuck, and then all of a sudden I just become loaded because they decide to let me in on the Illuminati because they're like, this kid knows too much. I fucking made it. Is that all you got, Conspiracy Theory Boy? I don't think. I definitely have more. Have you ever heard of Gema- uh, Gematria? No. That's like a whole other episode's worth of something, but it's basically some, like, it's a Hebrew, like, numberology type of deal where it's like you take a word and then you like based off like the letters and stuff you get a numerical value out of it and there are some weird like conspiracies where numbers overlap with other numbers for words so i'm trying to think of one off the top of my head like there's there's literally gematria effect on the death of Kobe Bryant. There's a lot of those. Bro, they probably got mad conspiracy theories from the death of Kobe Bryant. This is your second one this episode. We've been running for thirteen minutes. No, that's not. This one isn't even like a conspiracy. This is just like real. <laughs> this is like it's basically like based off like the numbers and stuff. Some people can like say that shit's like predicted. Like everything's uh, premeditated in the world, and that we're living in a simulation, and that when you break the code, when you like 
like decode everything, you can like figure out like where the simulation's gonna go next. You guys already know I'm a big simulation theorist, but <laughs> yeah. Yo, why don't we make this the core four for today? What? Core four conspiracy theories. Bro, I can't even name four conspiracy theories. You could name anything that happens in the world and say it's a conspiracy theory. That's a good point. You could literally say 9-11's a conspiracy. Alright, we don't have to make it our core four for today. But Yeah, because I don't know that many conspiracy theories. <laughs> but when you actually get the time, even if you don't believe in it, it's kind of just interesting to like think about and like listen to what people have to say. Like There's some stuff where obviously I don't believe it, but it's just weird and like interesting to hear it being talked about. The the Gematria stuff is kind of woke, I'm not gonna lie. That shit was wild. But it's like easier to watch videos to explain it. But yeah. You guys have anything interesting you've been doing over the last two days? It's kind of a blur, man. I, I really... I woke up the other day. Like yesterday. Today. Tomorrow. I don't know. Three days ago? And I was like, it's definitely like what is it, like Thursday the 15th? And I checked my phone, and I was like, yo, bro, it's Wednesday the 8th. What? Where have I been? What am I doing? I don't know what day it is today. This is ridiculous. I woke up at 3, and I was like, damn. I don't See, I don't have to show up to cl- my classes. I, I just have to do yeah, the work. Yeah, me neither. I woke, up at, I woke up at 2, 2 days ago. What was that, 3 days ago? I woke up at 3 today. That's crazy. It was so weird. I woke up, and I'm always like... I always set two alarms, one for 9, another one for 10.30. And then I sleep through both of them, and then I wake up at 2. Five minutes of sleep won't do anything for you to feel less tired. That's probably true, to be honest with you. That's why I'm always tired. No, 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 Here, here's the thing, here's the thing. So, I said, like, I don't have anything to do until, like, 11 o'clock. I set it at 9, so my body wakes up. And then I set another one for 10.30, so if I do go back to sleep, I get a full cycle of REM, so that... When I do wake up, it feels like I slept longer, like for an ex- like a way longer extended period of time than five minutes. Because five minutes won't do anything for you. If you set one for five minutes, like right after, and then five minutes right after that, for the exact same amount of time, to wake up at like ten thirty five, I'll feel less tired by just setting two alarms. Yeah, I'm gonna be tired. Ty- I'm gonna be tired regardless. So like, I I know there's no hope in like being scientific about it, but that is true though. Like, well, usually if I wake up like, say I need to be up at like nine, and if somebody wakes me up, or I get woken up at like seven, and I go back to sleep, and then I wake up at nine. Yo, I'm you feeling feel good. way better because you just That's got feel, like it another. It feels good. You got another cycle of uh, REM, which is like the reason why you would feel tired and less tired, basically. And then again, we all know that like. When you when you wake up and you see that it's not when you wake up naturally and you see that it's actually you're not your time to like be awake you still got a couple more hours left that's the greatest feeling on the planet man you look you wake up you're like damn bro is it really only nine and you look at seven and you're like yo oh, yeah, that's the best or worst feeling ever when you wake up and it's like it's you set an alarm for nine thirty you wake up at eight you're like yes or you're like fuck. <laughs> Nah, yo, nothing's nothing's worse than forgetting to set an alarm or you accidentally set your alarm for the PM instead of AM. And then you wake up, you wake up, and you're like, huh, like what time it is? Like my alarm hasn't gone off. I might have been like gone, like woken up earlier. 
and then you check and it's 10 minutes past your alarm. You're like, I have class in a minute. <laughs> the wor- I don't even care. Like, my thing in class, like, anybody listening to this who goes to Ithaca with me, you know that I do not care about being on time for class. I was late for – I think I'm late for every single class. I See, think for some of ever. my classes, if we came late, they'd started, like, deducting points off your final grade. So, like, you couldn't, like, physically show yeah, up late. Yeah, same. But I just still showed up late. I did all right in the classes. I'm not, like, a bad student. But, like, <laughs> it's the worst is, like, when, you, when you're late. Or, like, when you wake or you oversleep or something you actually need to be there for. Like, you, like, legitimately need to be there for, like, a test or a presentation or a project. Like, it was, like I once I did for Spanish, and my partner would call me. He was like, yo, where are you? I would look at the clock. Class started in three minutes. I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. I still had to take a shower. I still had to, like, brush my teeth and everything. I ran. I just got him put on, like, a sweatpants. I think the same sweatpants I'm wearing right now. Just sweatpants on, hoodie. Ran across canvas. I looked like a fool. I was barely awake. Everything was blurry. I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm a big show up to class early first week of school guy. Yeah, that's my first week of school. Then the rest of the year, boom, late. Yeah, first impressions go a long way, my man. Yeah. Freshman year, I was, my seminar class, I was 30 minutes late. And the class was 50 minutes long. (laughs) My mantra is, if I wake up before the class begins, I got to go. So if I'm waiting, the class is at 9, and I wake up at 8.59, I'm still going to do my regular, like, get dress routine. Yeah, nothing, nothing's better than when the professor says, yeah, I'll post all the slides and atten- attendance isn't mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nah, no, sorry. Bro. Best feeling recently, when I was in London, we there's this like this bar like this club that has like Monday nights and they're live and Hiki Monday it was fun if you go, if you're near London or going to London go to that it's a fun time and we had a blast we're all all me and all my boys were blasted blasted shout out to shout out to the boys who were there it's a lot of you guys not gonna name all your names but um we were blasted and the next morning we were just tired because we got back at like four and then I was like yo bro I gotta go to class right now man it was Tuesday morning I look open my phone look at my emails. Both my classes were canceled for that day. I almost started crying, to be honest with you. <laughs> I went back to sleep so quick. I was like, yo. <laughs> We've had, like, two or three snow days. Oh, what? Yo, no. <laughs> Bro, like, but, like, snow days for us was, like, 20 inches of snow. Like, they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, you guys probably can't get to campus. So, like, you don't have to go to class. You get to Ithaca. And then everything kind of just dies. Your soul dies a little bit, too. Um, it gets cold. The sun doesn't come out ever. Um, there's a point where, uh, whatchamacallit, Colgate's kind of close to you, right? Kind of, like an hour 45. All right, so there's a point where I was visiting Jack. Sorry, sorry, Mom and Dad, if you're listening to this. I didn't tell you I was going to visit Colgate. Um <laughs> But yeah, I went on a ride with Aiden up there, and it was like a four-hour car drive. And um, basically what happened was uh, we went up for spring break because me and Aiden had nothing to do. Aiden's one of our friends, by the way, in photography club. He might make an appearance. Same thing with Halligan. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, so I was driving out there, and Jack decided not to tell us that there was snow in the forecast. And it started snowing on the way there, like, pretty bad. <laughs> There's videos where, like, we couldn't see the road. And um, 
basically what happened was uh my car like kind of stalled <laughs> on the side of the road in the middle of bumblefuck new york and uh at like literally i'm talking like 9 30 10 at night no no that's gas that's gas that's gas i was probably like it's probably like eight yeah definitely earlier but it was pitch black already that's what i'm saying and there were no there were no street lights we were on like a state route basically so like yeah there's no street lights on those zones. one line one lane dark we're like bumblefuck new york and then and um Basically, we we pull over because like the road is coated with snow and we could not. My car was physically not going up the hill, <laughs> and like we tried to push it a little, and it it just was not moving, and it was snowing, so it was like really hard to push too. And then um, I don't know how I finagled it, but we finagled the bagel, and from legal grounds, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we made it there. But it was like, I swear to you, I thought I was gonna die. That was, a, I remember you sending all that stuff. I'm like, yo, these kids are just, I'm like, it's a rap, bro. I said a prayer. <laughs> no, like, dead ass, though. Like, dead I did not see myself, though. I did not know what to do. Like, am I supposed to call it AAA or some shit? Am I supposed to ask someone to, like, stop? I can't call my parents because, like, they don't even know I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I was, like, we were tweaking. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's no cellular reception out in this bitch. <laughs> Not at all, man. Not at all. <laughs> We're in the sticks. You're in the boondocks, bro, man. You're you're in the cut. And both both me and Aiden are brown, so it's kind of just like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> bro, like, but, the, but in the during the daytime when it's clear outside, that's like probably one of my favorite drives of ever like ever making. Oh yeah, it's a it beautiful was drive. Beautiful driving there, and all of a sudden, like, sun dropped. <laughs> so sunset, like, oh, this is nice. And all of a sudden, we get on like a state route. It's like. Sun starts to drop, like, oh, this is funny. Like, now it's, like, dark as shit. Like, why aren't there, why aren't there like, streetlights on this thing? And all of a sudden, we're like, yo, 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 bro, is it supposed to snow? And then it's like, yeah, heavy snow. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we can't move. Like, we can't drive at all. Like, it's physically impossible to drive. Surprise. <laughs> So it seems as if Vic's internet has dropped. Yeah, what was where is he? He dead. Hey guys, so if you're still listening to this, you probably realize that uh, Vic hasn't said a word once this podcast. But um, yeah, his Wi-Fi managed to drop halfway through the recording. So yeah, he's definitely gonna come back onto the podcast one time, and uh, luckily we're able to salvage some some material and uh he'll be here with us for our core four but um yeah back to the podcast all right so when you just talk about near-death experiences like when you were driving when i was in europe i had this when i was coming back from amsterdam bro i don't know if i told you about this but when i was coming back from amsterdam <laughs> it was like so on the ground and so there's basically like two crazy like windstorms like in like rainstorms going on in London and in Amsterdam, like wind on the ground is like 45, 50 miles an hour in both, on both, in both cities. And we were like sitting there, like in the freaking, um, we were sitting there in the, um, in the airport and we were like, all right, like flight got delayed. It is what it is. We're chilling. We're chilling. We're sitting there. We're sitting there. And then we see that every other flight to the UK, except for ours got canceled. And we're sitting there and we're like, 
Oh, oh shit. Oh, is this one that were like fucking like 40 mile per hour winds in London? Bro, yeah, yeah. We were sitting there, we were like, alright, like, that's suspect. Ours got, I think our flight was supposed to be 11. It got delayed until like 5. But we were like freaking out and shit. Like, we were like looking at the weather, we're like, yo, no way we're gonna make this. We were sitting down, like, after it got delayed the first time for a couple hours, we are like, we gotta get a train. So we are looking at train stuff. And then we were like, you know what? We're gonna stick it out. Like, if, it, if, it, if the plane takes off, we're gonna get on it. But, like, nobody thought it was actually going to take off, and then they boarded us. And I, you know, I, I can't tell the story good enough, but, like, I was actually, like, the most horrified I'd ever been in my life. Because, like, this plane was not supposed to take off. Everybody was freaking out. The weather was, like, yeah, um, basically, like, a hurricane is rolling. Through. Like, a hurricane was basically rolling through the U.K. The, there was a plane coming from New York to London that broke the sound barrier. Like, it went faster than the speed of sound. It was going so damn fast. Did you hear about that? Are you serious? Yeah, going from JFK to Heathrow, and it broke the sound barrier. And it was that same day. And I was like, you know what, man? I was, I was. This is the first time in my life I was ready to die. I was like, all right, this is it. Well, yo, that's like the same shit where it was like, remember the day Kobe died when he added like his helicopter? Yeah, exactly. That was right after that too. That was like two weeks, not even two weeks after Kobe died. And I- well, yo, like, why would the fuck was Kobe's airplane like helicopter allowed to go when like? Literally, they didn't let anything go all like take off. Like everything in like L.A., like they're like you can't leave. Air quality and like the fog is really bad, but they let Kobe. Bro, go. I thought they were gonna be saying that about me, man. Like, why did they let Gerald go, man? <laughs> all all of the planes got canceled, bro. Like, I and then we got on the plane. Like, I was sitting next to this dude from Notre Dame. Yo, bro, if you're I don't remember your name, bro, but if you're listening to this, we always got that we always got that bond because we almost died together. We were like, we, slightest chance in hell that he's listening. Bro, to if he ever finds this, just remember, I always appreciate you, man. Man, but like, we're sitting there, we're like, yo, man, we're about to die, man. We're, we became friends. Everybody around us, we all became buddies because we were all like sharing together on this, like, oh my god, we're about to die in a plane crash experience. Like, there are random. There were people who didn't even know each other behind me. British, they were just holding each other's arms. This one dude. He was like, "Do we?" Kind of hot. <laughs> this one dude was like, "Do we get free booze on this flight?" <laughs> and he's like, "Cause I'm gonna need it. There's no way I'm going down sober." <laughs> it was hysterical. Like, but one time, I think it was, we we got up through the air. It was like shaking like a motherfucker. I was like, "All right, man, it's over. It's over." As we were going up, but then when we when we hit the above the clouds, we were fine. <laughs> and then when we when we were going down the land, it was shaking like crazy. Apparently, the plane dropped 100 feet and rose back another 100 feet. And when it dropped, everybody was like, oh, no, 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 no. Everybody was like, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. But we landed, we made it all right. That was the one time where I was like, okay, everybody can clap for the freaking pilot. Everybody was clapping and cheering. Like, I should have recorded it, but I was like, so in awe of the fact that I survived. Everybody was clapping and cheering, clapping and cheering. I gave the pilot a freaking handshake on the way out. Oh, man, I almost died. That's my near-death experience story. It was horrifying. All right, so now that Vic's back, we're going to hop into our core four for this episode. Yes, sir. And um, talking about all this near-death and conspiracy theories, um, that's going to transition into our core four, which is going to be a World War Three draft. So basically, we're going to draft um, anyone, fictional or real, but they must be alive. And we have to give the reason why we think they'd be a great person in the Army for World War Three. Quick question. Um, yeah, sure. If they're fictional, do they have to be alive in the worlds in which they are fictional? Yes. Dang it! Oh, that rules out Daenerys Targaryen, man. I was going to choose Daenerys. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
right. <laughs> I was getting and with it. Because you are our guest for this episode, Vic, we'll gift you with whatever pick you'd like, so let us know what you'd like. Oh, I'm taking the first pick. Alright, take the first pick. Um, Gerald, you can take the second, and I'll take the third. Gotcha. Let's hear it, Vic. Alrighty. So, first overall pick in the World War Three draft, I'm taking the God of Thunder himself, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. A human cheat code, if you will. That's fair. I, I don't even think I really have to explain him. Yeah. I feel like if I you don't understand Thor's power, one. then, you know. That's a good one. Gerald, what you got? I'm up. All right. I think I got the perfect guy. I just thought of this dude. Do you guys know who Mad Jack is? Nope. The, the British officer in World War II. All I have to say about this guy is he has... The most recent, <laughs> he has the most recent confirmed kills with a longbow and a broadsword, both in World War Two. So you're you know, taking this using, like you're taking this draft legitimately and like taking a World War Two person. I'm taking somebody who was murking people with swords and bows and arrows in World War Two when they were dropping atom bombs on people. This dude was out there using a sword. All right, this dude's a G. Right, I'm only going serious for this one. I'm going to get a little bit more creative for the next ones, but since I lost the Nerf Targaryen, I was taking a little bit off guard. Okay, well, I'm going to take, with this pick, um, I'm going to take Sean Oakman, ex-Baylor uh, defensive player. Oh, that <laughs> If you guys have never seen the memes before, just just look up Sean Oakman and then look at images, and then, yeah, case in point, Man, looked like a complete beast. I don't know what happened to him. Fell off the face of the earth after Baylor, but man, that man was a legitimate unit back then. And then, with the first pick in the second round, hmm, who am I going to take with this pick? I'm, ooh, I, I think I have a really good, um, Fictional character. Um, he's from, I believe it's Fairly Odd Parents. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, do you guys remember Mark Chang? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. Look up Mark Chang if you don't remember who Mark Chang is. I might screen share with. Oh, that motherfucker! Oh, Mark Chang's a unit. I remember this. Mark Chang, he's got those tentacles, you know. He's got yeah, an exposed yeah, yeah, brain. Yeah. He's in love with uh, Vicky, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm taking Mark Chang with my second pick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. My next one, I'm gonna go with. Um, if you guys have ever seen the film Arrival before. You guys seen that? Nope. No? No, I haven't. Well, for those of you who've seen Arrival, I'm taking the alien from Arrival. For those of you who've seen it, you know that the alien doesn't really attack or do much. But it's because Amy Adams as a character is very good at communicating with the aliens. But if she was not good at communicating with the aliens, if you that thing would have wiped us all out, all right? So I'm going to take it. I'm going to be the leader behind it and make sure it just wipes out the opponent. There we go. Easy as one, two, three. That's my second pick, the alien from Arrival. 
Alright, so my second pick, I'm keeping it Marvel. Might have to go with Captain America. You might as well just draft the Avengers then. It's a cheat code. They're a cheat code. I'm taking... It's a cheat code. (laughs) Alright, so first pick, what is this? The... Second round, third round, whatever third round, round it is. Third round. First, first pick in the third round. I'm taking, you know, kind of an oddball. Still Marvel Universe, but I might take Thanos. Oh He's God. dead. Is he though? We all thought that all the other okay. characters were dead. Dang it! Because I was going to take Thanos, and then I said in my head, "But he's dead." And then I said in my head, "But is he though?" Is and he? I though? was like, "Yeah, he is." <laughs> and I just is he up. though? I, I'm pretty sure he is, but you know. I feel I'll like that's up for debate. Unless you have them. I feel like that's up for debate. All right, so I took... Uh, yeah, so Thanos. Yeah, so Captain America and Thanos is my... Uh, all right, end of two, first of three. Um, Just thought of this. Tony Montana. That's all I have to say. Tony Montana, he'll light your ass up. All right? Don't mess with Tony Montana. Say hello to my little friend, okay? Hey, light your ass up. Don't All miss right, me with that. Before we hop into my pick, or you know what, we'll hop into my pick for this round, and then, then I'll ask a question. Um, For this pick, I'm going to take um a very good special agent. He's very stealthy, um, very low-key. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to tell him apart from any other one. Um, Perry the Platypus. <laughs> oh man, he'd wipe out anyone. Just saying. Good point. Good point. Oh man. And what he's so stealth, he can go back to being a normal platypus on the norm, and make that sound. You know. You know the vibe. You know the vibe. Okay, now the question I was going to ask is: Do you guys want to make this a Fab Five where we have five picks? I'll make it a fab five. Are you guys down with that? Starting five, of course. Yeah, I'm down for that. All right, cool, cool. All right, so now with this next pick. Oh, boy. I was not this prepared for this pick. Um, I'm going to take Elon Musk. <laughs> that man has... <laughs> All right, for the record, I did say that before we started recording. I did say Elon Musk was a joke. <laughs> he did, but at the same time, it's like, well... Elon Musk is uh Elon Musk. He's really loaded. Um, he's very woke. And yeah, that's about it. All right, my next pick. Uh, I'm gonna choose probably one of the greatest heroes of all time. Uh, I don't think that's up for debate at all. Uh, probably the most dedicated human being to ever walk the planet. Um, the most motivated human being ever, and the most skilled at what he does. Um, taking Pokemon Legend Ask Ketchum. Um, oh man he does say he wanted to be the very best and no one ever was i'm gonna say that the freaking that the theme song is him singing because he does want to be the very best and no one ever was and that's the type of energy i need on my team and he'll motivate everybody around him he'll motivate the alien he'll motivate um mad jack um he'll motivate the whole team and um, bringing some dubs. And he's caught, and he's going to catch all the freaking Pokemon. He has all the goddamn Pokemon. You know how many people are on my team? You know how many guys I got? I got like a little army with all of his Pokemon. All right? Ask Ketchum. Be the very best. No one ever was. All right, Vic, let's hear your last two. <laughs> my last two picks. Uh, 
All right, so this one I feel like is going to be really underrated, but I feel like, you know, if he's put to the right mindset, he's going to be an absolute unit. I'm taking the one and only Doodle Bob. <laughs> oh, oh my that, god! That's amazing. That's amazing. Holy shit, I did not see that coming. <laughs> Me neither. No, you did not. I'm taking Doodle Bob. And then for my last pick, to round out the Fab Five, my starting five, I gotta put a little bit of thought to this. Hold on. Alright, I think we're gonna go another uh, another underrated pick. And based on his second movie made, I'm gonna go with the one and only Ron Burgundy. Okay. The man does not lose. The man <laughs> fought being blind, raising a baby shark, while fixing his family all at the same time. That's a unit right there. I'm taking Ron Burgundy to close out my Fab Five. Nice. All right. And my Fab Five, the last but not least, certainly not least, because this is another person who takes on many personalities, the legend himself. Ben 10, baby. No more oh, words. Wow. All I got. Took, oh. You took someone I was really thinking about taking. <laughs> ben 10. I don't have to say anything else. All right, it's so Ben 10. Ben 10. The I need someone who can don't be a utility man now. That's big time. I don't want to call this last pick Mr. Irrelevant because he's very relevant in today's time. No, no, of course not. This isn't Mr. Irrelevant at all. Whatsoever. So I'm really torn between a few people, but I think I need to take a utility person here. I need someone who can do it all, you know, be a plumber, be a businessman, be a doctor at the same time as, like, being a construction worker, being a son, being a father, being a husband, being a yoga instructor. Oh, my God. I can keep on going on and on about this guy, but to round out my Fab Five, I am drafting the best utility man out there, Johnny Sins. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know who Johnny Sins is? Um... No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Google search him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You're an absolute clown. That is the, say the best pick for last, I guess. Jeez Louise. That is 100% the best pick of this draft. But yeah. The best uh, pick of this Fab Five. Johnny Sins is also his alias name. His real name is actually uh, Stephen Wolf with an E. Is that actually his real name? That is yes. a powerful name. Did not see that coming at all. But uh, yeah, he's uh, six foot. Six feet tall, um, forty-one years of age, and you know, yeah, he's a he's a unit. Somebody say. You guys can find out what his profession is. I don't yeah. think we need to tell it. He he does a little bit of everything, um, yeah, and packs a heavy hammer with whatever job he does. But uh, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up my Fab Five. I got some bench players. Got a couple bench players, actually. Coming off the bench, and these are all power people coming off the bench, okay? Don't get me wrong. They're only on the bench that I didn't think of them originally. I got the Avatar Aang, Arya Stark, any single human being out of all the people who have it, who have the coronavirus, Colonel Hans Landa from the Glorious Bastards, another Glorious Bastards guy, the bear Jew himself, Donnie Donowitz. Can't mess with that motherfucker, man. He'll bash your head in with a bat, all right? Bunch of, bunch of goons right there. Those are my bench players. Vic, you got anyone for the bench? I have one that comes to mind right away, but I might need to have some time to think about it, you know, the next two or three. So right off the bench, sixth man of the year. With his preferred weapon as his baseball bat, I'm taking Pablo Sanchez. Oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> 
the one and only Pablo Sanchez. Oh, what about Matt from Wii Sports? What was that? What about Matt from Wii Sports, bro? Taking Pablo Sanchez. Um, quite possibly Michael Vick from Madden 04. <laughs> Uh, yo, Michael Vick, if they call the hounds out during World War III, he'll, he got you all good. 99 overall Michael Vick from Madden 04. And then, oh man, last guy on the bench. Do I bring it? Oh man, there's there, there's a few names that are that are coming to mind right now. There are definitely a few names. You know what? I'll come back. Dorney, you, you, let's hear your honorable mentions and I'll, I gotta come back for my last spot. All right, we're going to be running some uh, some Cartoon Network um, bench players right here. Well, this first bench player, um, we're going to take Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, oh, oh man. G. Um, and the second pick, we're going to take Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Okay. And then who else are we going to take? on the bench. I'm torn between two people on the bench, but um, we're going to take one. From Codename Kids Next Door. Uh, he's also called Nigel. Numero uno. <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, he has, a, right. he has a head that looks like Stewie. I think uh, yeah, I, I remember the character. All right, so my last bench spot, which honestly, you know, now thinking about it, this character should definitely be in my starting five. And once I make this roster change, she will be moved to the starting five. Uh, one and only Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, wow. Damn. Power move. She will definitely be moved to the starting five at the one. Ball in her hands. Game on the line. I was 100%. definitely thinking about taking uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Ooh. He would fuck some people up. I think I got one of the best backcourts in the league with Ass Ketchum and Ben 10, so I'm not going to... I think I have the best utility play. player. He can play the one, he can play the five. He <laughs> don't give no fucks, man. I also got the surprise eighth man guy with coronavirus who will come in and really screw some things up. I'll give yo, her whole team the virus. Be, yo, I, I should have taken crackheads. I was really... Yeah, any Jersey City or Scranton, Pennsylvania oh. would definitely have crackheads. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Time out. Pause. If you're a girl and you're listening to this right now and you say you have crackhead energy, cut that shit out right now. No guy thinks that's hot. That's actually so fucking weird. I ain't even gonna cap. I ain't even capping. I ain't even capping. Saying you Imagine... have crackhead energy is like, no. It's weird. It's weird. If you got some crackheads in Ithaca, man, the, the Ithaca crackheads are different. Different. Different breeds, man. These people wear t-shirts year-round. How do you do that? Oh, man? we definitely know. We definitely have some people on Starian that are like that, too. Walking around. It'll be, I got my Canada Goose jacket on with sweatpants and my Uggs walking around to class. And then you'll see the kids wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Bro, it'll be 12 degrees, man. It will be 12 whole degrees outside. And dudes are walking around in shorts and t-shirts. I'm like, it don't make any They're sense. They're just built different. That's how, you can tell the people that, that's how you can tell the people that are from upstate New York or from Pennsylvania or just people in the mountains. Those people are I built different. From one of my classes, I made this video that went kind of viral at Ithaca College. Um, look it up. If you look up Ithaca College, it should be on there. It's pretty good. It's a pretty funny video. There's this guy I interviewed. He was wearing shorts. In the middle of December in Ithaca, New York. And I was like, bro, are you a polar bear? Like, what the hell are you doing, Chief? I think I watched that episode. I think I watched that video. Video's golden. How many views? Yeah, check it out. I felt famous for a while because a lot of people were watching it. I was like, my ego was boosted. I was, it was really bad. Um, 
Yeah, Gerald, when would you feel more famous after that video or after our first highlight tape from football freshman year? Bro, that was crazy. That highlight tape really did blow up. Was I on a different team than you? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, you were. Except we played y'all in the championship game. 2,608 views on this video. That's dope. All I gotta say is, whenever you listen to the podcast, you're listening to some great intramural players from high school, now into college. We we ate it up during intramurals. We all have a chip on our belt, right? Yeah, yeah. we do. The people here, Vic, Gerald, and I. I have five. Don't mean to toot the horn, but <laughs> I, I'm probably the most decorated intramural player that St. Peter's Prep has ever seen. I'm the most uh, decorated intramural player. I got banned at one point, so... <laughs> Yeah. Was I on that team and did we win that season? Yes, we did. I was on coach. Will Dornio go down as one of the most legendary intramural players of all time at St. Peter's Prep? Yes, he will. Hands down. For a positive reason. Maybe not. Some people do, some people don't. When they put out that quarantine bingo for for the prep alumni and current prep students, all I got to say is I crossed off every single box on there. I had every box. Every box. 100%. That's right. I did go to HAP. Some of you people don't even remember me because I was so quiet. But it's okay. I'm an extra. I surely now. don't. And for those of you <laughs> that don't heck? know, Gerald and I go way back to summer of yeah. uh, seventh grade going into eighth You're grade. Your man. OG, Mr. Anderson. Those class, were definitely man. the days. We had some goons in that class. Shout out to Xavier. Shout out to Frank and Neri. Shout out to Jetro. Shout out to who else is in that class, man? Shout out I Brian forgot. Richards. Shout PTB. out. Who else is in this class? Nick. Shout out Nick. Oh yeah, Nick was in that class too, man. We had the we had the gang, man. We had the gang. <laughs> and then shout out to all the people. Yeah, and yeah, shout out to everybody else who didn't go to prep though, who are still in that class. They're legends. We keep you in our hearts. Also, shout out to the kids who didn't go to prep for realizing <laughs> that they wasted their high school experience. Sure, sure, sure. But shout out to everyone listening to this. I think that's all the time we have for this episode. Yes, sir. But it's been great having Vic. It's been great talking to you guys, listening. And um, we'll catch you next time to go over uh, Big Booty 17. This is our, like, eighth try doing this episode, by the way. We're just going to point that out. We tried to do this yesterday. (laughs) We've had a lot more episodes for y'all, but um, a lot of problems recording. Corona, you know, the whole whole spiel. My mic Um, caught coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time on the next episode of Nothing But Class. See you. Peace out, lads. See you boys later. So bring your vibe over here, here, here. I throw it up in the air, air, air. Uh, I run my hands through your hair, hair, hair. And give you that love, cause you're all so rare. You look better over here than you do over there. And, and I don't wanna share. You don't let a good thing go to waste So I took the lipstick off that face Now I don't wanna share, yeah If your name was Lucy, I'd put Lucy in her Lucy fur My God, what in the devil bring the animal white out of her If your name was Lucy
I'll fix you up something real, real tall.